God is not a God of disorder or confusion, but is the God of peace. If I have the gift of prophecy and can fathom all mysteries and all knowledge, and if I have a faith that can move mountains but do not have love, I am nothing. We also have the prophetic message as something completely reliable, and you will do well to pay attention to it as to a light shining in a dark place until the day dawns and the morning stars rise in your hearts. You are tuning into the Tribe of Christians podcast with host Brandon Dawson, the chief sinner, bringing you a peace of mind, clarity, insight, and perspective to the world you live in by the word of God, featuring the latest updates on end time prophecy news. Don't, Don't forget, forget to subscribe to the, to the Tribe, Tribe of Christians, Christians broadcast, either on Stitcher, Spreaker, iHeartRadio, Podbean, SoundCloud, Facebook, or YouTube at tribeofchristians.com. Without further ado, here is your host and teacher, The Chief Sinner. Welcome and thank you for tuning in to the Tribe of Christians podcast. I'm your host and teacher, Brandon Dawson. I'll be sharing a prophetic word into the significant revelations and prophetic insights concerning the month of May, including Pentecost, the Jewish Festival of Weeks, Israel's Independence Day, all pointing to something significant coming in the next few weeks. Now, before I get into this message, I want to encourage you guys, if you have not already, to head over to our website at tribeofchristians.com and be sure to subscribe to our site through your email. And that way you'll be first updated, uh, be the first to be updated on any new videos or podcasts or publications that are made right there through our website. Now, we've been working to move our ministry away from Facebook and YouTube. And so there's a lot of content that does get published through our website that isn't available on the social media platforms. So you guys want to make sure to subscribe. That way you'll be informed immediately. And I promise you guys, your information is safe and secure. I'm not going to spam email you guys. I'm not going to ask you for money or any of that stuff. This is just strictly exclusive content that I publish on our site. And you'll be notified right away immediately from me uh, so that you don't miss out on anything that's going on. Now, also, if you guys aren't already as well uh, on our podcast, on our website, on our homepage, you can click on any of the icons that you may recognize like Apple or Android, Spotify or Amazon, and it will take you directly to our podcast platform um, on any of those sites where you can subscribe uh, to the podcast. That's also another method of notification where you can be um, updated instantly as we publish or we go live with a new episode. Um, and you can even set it up to have it immediately downloaded to your phone, depending on which app, which phone or platform that you use. Now, that being said, I have got an incredible word I believe is going to really impact your life. It's going to speak hope right through your entire body. It's going to bring you encouragement. It's going to fill your soul with energy. And I believe it will triple your faith in Jesus because we are living in perilous times. If we more than ever need the hope and the message of Christ. Now, I believe, like I said, there are some very extraordinary, very incredible things. A lot of things I believe coming for the month of May. 
I've got a ton of insight that I'm going to go through, and I've got a few dreams I'm also going to talk about and share with you. And I'm going to get uh, into Pentecost as well as the Jewish Festival of Weeks and Israel's uh, anniversary of becoming a nation, all occurring in May. And I believe the Lord is showing me concerning that month, what he's showing me for the nation, for the church, and also with Israel in biblical prophecy. Now, everything in biblical prophecy always centers around the nation of Israel. So if you want to understand what is occurring in the world, why it's occurring, what's going to happen, um, and when it's going to happen, all you have to do is look to biblical prophecy and look to the nation of Israel. Now, for an example, the world experienced a global pandemic through COVID-19, officially being declared, it was officially declared a global pandemic March 11th of 2020. So in consequence, what followed was famine and financial turmoil, as well as civil unrest through the riots and the violent protests of Black Lives Matter and Antifa groups. Now, previously uh, in 2019, the year before COVID-19, uh, led by our nation, the United States, a peace plan between Israel and the Palestinians was put forth in favor of an actual two-state solution that would have divided up parts of Israel's West Bank, also known as Judea, and would have given it to the Palestinians. Now, the Bible is strictly against a two-state solution. Joel chapter 3, verses 1 and 2 warns that judgment will fall upon the entire world and all of the nations when the world actually divides up the land of Israel. Now, we actually published a prophetic word concerning that event and um, the coming pandemic. We published that word in 2019. It warns of judgment coming. You guys can go back on our website under the prophetic section, and you can actually read about it. So all you have to do is take a look to Israel and look at biblical prophecy to really understand what's going on. And there is a lot, I believe, a lot going on in May concerning Israel. May 14th, Israel will celebrate its 73rd anniversary of being reborn as a nation, which is also known as, um, I don't think I can pronounce it right, but I think it's called Yom HaAzmat, which is essentially their Independence Day. Now, Jews will also be celebrating Shavuot also known as the Festival of Weeks. Uh, that will happen Sunday, May 16th through Tuesday, May 18th, which is a very, very, very significant uh, event. It celebrates the giving of the Torah, the Ten Commandments, on Mount Sinai through Moses. And then we also have Pentecost occurring Sunday, May 23rd. And so I anticipate a lot of things will naturally and consequentially follow in connection to Israel in these significant events, which tells us that God, without a doubt, is true. He is faithful to his word. He is carefully watching over his word and also his inheritance, the people of Israel. Now, if you guys have not followed any of our recent podcast messages or videos, there is a timeline that's going on, and it has been going on coinciding with events uh, that have been occurring. Now, I started to have dreams. I've been having dreams concerning Israel. I've been having dreams about the Third Temple. I've been having dreams about the Ark of the Covenant. And I've also been having dreams about the biblical scroll fragments that were later found in the Judean desert. And a lot of those dreams I actually published and talked about right here on our podcast. 
So a lot of things are already actually happening. Uh, you, gave, you guys might already see or read about that are essentially, I believe, early warning signs or symptoms, I believe, of greater things to come. So there have been actually three volcanic eruptions so far just in the last few weeks. You've got the volcano in Iceland where there have been literal rivers of lava flowing with over 30,000 earthquakes occurring right there in Iceland. You've also got the explosive eruption of Mount St. Vincent in the Caribbeans. And then there's also several other volcanoes erupting or showing signs of a looming eruption near Hawaii. And then you've got volcanoes in Guatemala and Italy also erupting all within the past few weeks. Now, according to an article by Fox News in Orlando, it seems that 2021 is an extremely active year for volcanic eruptions. Since February and March, three volcanoes in three separate countries have released lava, including Iceland, Italy, and Guatemala, and may I also add the United States. The volcano in Iceland erupted March 19th, making the area's first volcanic eruption in nearly 800 years. Now, Italy's Mount Etna volcano is spewing out clouds of ash and lava stone beginning in March 7th, and Pacaya volcano near Guatemala has been active since February. Now, in my last message that I gave concerning a dream that I had, I shared with you guys a dream that I had where I saw volcanic eruptions, uh, specifically in the United States. Although I said I wasn't sure if it was going to be a literal or metaphoric volcano, but I think so far it's been a little bit of both. And that podcast was published literally just days or weeks right before the volcano in Iceland erupted. Now, on top of volcanic eruptions, there have also been a wave of earthquakes hitting the United States, and they have been occurring in the most unusual spots. There was a 2.4 magnitude earthquake that struck Eureka, Missouri last Tuesday, uh, just south of Route 66 State Park and west of the Merrimack River. Now, it also reportedly had a depth of about 10 miles. And that this previous weekend, uh, last weekend, there was also a series of three earthquakes that struck North Carolina and Tennessee with an average of about 2.0. Earthquakes and volcanic eruptions are not only a sign of the end times. They're also signs of what Jesus called birth pains uh, and the signs of judgment in the end times. Matthew chapter 24, 6 through 8, Jesus tells us that you will hear of wars and rumor of wars, but see that you are not alarmed because such things must happen, but the end is still to come. Nation will rise against nation and kingdom will rise against kingdom. There will be famines and earthquakes in various places. And all of these things are beginning of birth pains. Now, interestingly, I also had a dream concerning those birth pains uh, that's published on our website. Check it out when you get a chance. So these are things. There are things that are also going on with Russia invading Ukraine. We have got things going on with China invading Taiwan. We have also got China making an alliance with Iran in exchange for oil and resources, while giving Iran uh, the money and the finances. North Korea has also launched a nuclear capable submarine. And so we have literally got every single aspect of that passage in Matthew chapter 24 literally all happening at once 
Right now, all within a few weeks, we've got earthquakes, we've got famines, wars, and rumors of wars, uh, all the things in the Middle East that are all enemies of the United States and Israel, and volcanoes. All these things happening in the last month or two, and they are intensifying. Now, if you guys have not followed any of our recent podcast messages or videos, as I just previously mentioned, there's a timeline that's been going on that I've been talking about in our podcast with what the Lord has been showing me and telling me through dreams and messages. And it has been ongoing, coinciding with events that are occurring. Now, it all began with dreams that I had concerning Israel, with the Third Temple, the Ark of the Covenant. I talked about that stuff that I was also having dreams of the uh, scroll fragments that were later found in the Judean desert. So just a few days ago, Wednesday, April 21st, I had another dream. Now this past Wednesday, April 21st, while I was asleep, I heard and I felt the Holy Spirit speaking to me again. And the Spirit showed me the word revival. And then the Spirit told me to write out the word revival in bold letters. And then that was it. I woke up. Now, Pentecost is coming. It will occur Sunday, May 23rd, where we celebrate the giving of the Holy Spirit. That's recorded in Acts chapter 2. Now, the Jewish Festival of Weeks, also known as Shavuot, is also coming and will be celebrated Sunday, May 16th through Tuesday, May 18th, which is celebrated as the giving of the Torah on Mount Sinai through Moses. Now, in my last message, I talked about that and how it's connected to volcanic eruptions which are occurring. If you go back and you read through Exodus chapter 19, the events that are occurring, um, the events that occurred on Mount Sinai when God gave the Ten Commandments to Israel, right there in verse 16 through 19, it essentially describes a volcano. Take a listen. On the morning of the third day, there was thunder and lightning and a thick cloud over the mountain, and a very loud trumpet blast. Mount Sinai was covered with smoke, because the Lord descended on it in fire. The smoke billowed up from it, from uh, smoke from a furnace, and the whole mountain trembled violently. Now this is not a coincidence. So in my dream, the Spirit said to me, write out the word revival, and then put it in bold letters. Now, I believe that this is a reference to Acts chapter 4, right after Pentecost, when Peter and John began to pray for boldness. Now, if you guys want, uh, if you will turn with me real quick to Acts chapter 4, where I'm going to read from in reference to this dream. So this is after the events of Pentecost, and where the Spirit was poured out over 3,000 people, enabling them all to speak uh, the gospel message and to prophesy in different languages that it would enable faith in Jesus to spread. And so Peter and John are arrested by the priests and the temple guards, and they're taken to the Sanhedrin. Now, this is also the group uh, which the Apostle Paul formerly belonged to until Jesus called him, when he was known as Saul. Now, the priests and the captain of the temple guard and the Sadducees came up to Peter and John while they were speaking to the people. They were greatly disturbed because the apostles were teaching the people, proclaiming in Jesus the resurrection of the dead. They seized Peter and John, and because it was evening, they put them in jail until the next day. But many who heard the message believed, so the number of men who believed grew to about 5,000. Now, not every bad thing 
Not every bad thing that happens to us is because of the enemy. Sometimes uh, things happen in order to get the message out, to spread the news, to bring more people into the saving knowledge of Jesus. I talked a lot about uh, what happened in the elections and why it happened in relation to President Trump. I also revealed to you guys that there are much, much bigger things that are occurring and are about to occur, not just with the United States, but also the nations. So do not fear, do not panic, do not worry. Just trust Jesus and know that he is in control and he is up to a lot of great things. Now, so picking up in verse 5, listen to this next part. The next day, the rulers, the elders, and the teachers of the law met in Jerusalem. Ananias, the high priest, was there, and so was Cephas, John, Alexander, and others of the high priest's family. They had Peter and John brought before them and began to question them, By what power or what name did you do this? Now, many of the most greatest moments that occur throughout the entire Bible, both Old and New Testament, begin with a question. This is why the Bible tells us to seek, to ask, and to search God, uh, to search for God and the truth, and it will be revealed and shown to you. And one of the greatest purposes about testimony, aside from reaching the lost and inspiring faith, Testimony isn't only about bringing glory to God and saving the lost. It is also about accountability, especially against the enemies of God in his kingdom. The Bible tells us that every knee will bow and every tongue will confess that Jesus is Lord. Every person will be held accountable and there will be absolutely no excuse. So not only is God getting ready to do great mighty things to reach the lost, God is getting ready for some accountability. Now you'll notice who was present at this questioning. The leadership, those who held high positions. And all these things that you're reading about, all these things that you're seeing about all the evil stuff that is happening over our nation, especially from those in our leadership, the Bible promises you that he will hold them accountable and I think that we're really they're really about to get a taste of that accountability really soon. So the high court brought in Peter and John for accountability, when in reality, God is actually calling these leaders into an account. Then Peter, filled with the Holy Spirit, said to the rulers and elders of the people, if we are being called to account today for an act of kindness shown to a man with, who was lame and being asked how he was healed, then know this, you and all the people of Israel, it is by the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, whom you crucified, but whom God raised from the dead, that this man stands before you healed. Jesus is the son you builders rejected, which has become the cornerstone. Salvation is found in no one else, for there is no other name under heaven given to mankind by which we must be saved. And then when they saw the courage of Peter and John and they realized that they were unschooled, that they were ordinary men, they were astonished and they took note that these men had been with Jesus. Now that's probably one of the greatest things I have ever read throughout the entire Bible. They saw the courage of these men and they realized that they were just ordinary men who had been with Jesus. Jesus can take what the world calls ordinary and he can make it extraordinary and astonishing no matter who you are. No matter where you have been, no matter what you have done, you don't need an education. 
You don't need to be ordained or credentialed. You don't need to have experience. The only thing that your resume needs to read is, was with Jesus. That's it. So they ordered them to withdraw from the Sanhedrin and then conferred together. What are we going to do with these men? They asked. Everyone living in Jerusalem knows that they have performed a notable sign and we cannot deny it. But to stop this thing from spreading any further among the people, we must warn them to speak no longer to anybody in this name. Then they called the men again and commanded them not to speak and to teach at all in the name of Jesus. Now what is astonishing to me is that you'll notice that they do acknowledge, they acknowledge the miracles of Peter and John uh, displayed all by the name of Jesus. The power to heal, the power to save and deliver. Now you would think that they would bring in every single sick person that they knew. They would bring every sick person that they knew to be healed and to be saved. And you'll, but you'll notice there are some people that are out there right now in our society, in our government, in our nation, in our leadership, and around the world that regardless of the facts, regardless of hope, regardless of proof, regardless of the possibilities of all these good things and great things, regardless of the possibility of healing things, of God things, all the things that they know that can do good, they will do anything they can to prohibit it to keep others from having and experiencing that same goodness, even if it means denying a dying person right on their deathbed from being saved, also that they can resume power and control. But as the Bible also tells us that if God is with you, then who can be against you? And so Peter and John, they replied, which is right in God's eyes, to listen to you or to him? You be the judge. As for us, we cannot help speaking about what we have seen and heard. After further threats, they let them go. Again, this is about accountability on both ends, on both sides. There is no one greater than God, and therefore there is no greater calling than the accountability to God and His Word. And so in verse 29, Peter says, Now, Lord, consider their threats and enable your servants to speak your word with great boldness. Stretch out your hand to heal and perform signs and wonders through the name of your holy servant, Jesus. And after they prayed, the place where they were meeting was shaken, and they were all filled with the Holy Spirit, and they spoke the word of God boldly. And so Pentecost is coming. It's coming, and Shabbat is coming, where both the Spirit and the commandments were given. And I believe God is telling us that there is not only a calling upon our lives, there is not only accountability on our lives, but there is coming an outpouring so great that will change lives and nations for the gospel. A calling to accountability and to testify. And we're going to see some, I believe, really big things rock us to the core, both physically and politically on a national and even global scale that we haven't seen before since the times of the apostles. And I believe as these things are going on, we're going to see an even greater increase with these earthquakes and volcanoes and things that will shake cities, that will shake governments and nations from the very spots and call them into account. Governments are going to be called into account. Leaders are going to be called into account. States and local cities are going to be called into account. And they're going to do everything that they can. These people will do all that they can to silence the word of God, the testimony of Christ, and the truth. 
And they're going to think that they're the ones in authority. But in reality, it is God who is calling them into accountability. And he will do it through his church. He's going to do it through you. He's going to do it through me, his people, and his kingdom. And we can't be afraid of them. We can't be afraid of the mob. We can't be afraid of Antifa or Black Lives Matter or whoever or whatever it be that tries to exalt itself above the truth and the name of God because the Bible tells us that we cast those things down aside, rather if it's principalities, rather if it's an idea or if it's a person that exalts itself above the name of God, above the truth of God or the word of God, we cast them down. And so I believe if we will stand on biblical truth, if we will stand in our faith in Jesus and boldly proclaim the message of Jesus, revival is going to come and people will be saved. Don't let any of these things that you're seeing or hearing about move you into despair or hopelessness. Do not trade in your faith or your voice because of these threats of violence or abuse. Don't you do it. Don't turn in your God-given authority and your God-given gifts for the sake of those who seek to completely destroy you in the reputation of Christ and his, and his kingdom all for power. We are the tribe of Christians. And history has proven that you cannot defeat us. You cannot remove us. You cannot erase us. And you cannot stop us because we are the kingdom of God. And we bring with us the full power and the full anointing and the full works of God in which the gates of hell cannot prevail against. Now here in a few months, and I can't wait to get into this, but here in a few months I'm going to be doing a teaching on the prophetic coming year for 2022 or the Hebrew year 5782. And it deals with a word that means two things. It deals with the word that, that means to mark and also to deal with truth, the truthfulness. So it's coming, folks. And I believe uh, God is getting ready to really move and do some incredible things amongst us, calling us into accountability and releasing revival. Dear Heavenly Father God, I thank you for who you are. I thank you for your son Jesus. I thank you for your precious Holy Spirit and for your anointed word. And we ask that you may prosper your message in our hearts and encourage our faith to rise up. I pray and I ask for boldness among your people to stand a greater stand and to do things that you have called us to do as your people. I ask that, you may not, that we may not settle or compromise on your word and that we may continue to reach others with your love. And I ask for courage, for boldness, and for faith. And I pray for the unleashing of the gifts of your Holy Spirit to enable your people to reach lives around us. And in Jesus' name that I pray, amen. Now you can find more great teachings just like this one on our website, tribalchristians.com. Don't forget to like, share, and subscribe to this message to get further updates and to help us to spread the gospel message. This concludes the podcast episode. I am Brandon Dawson with the Tribal Christians. Stay encouraged. Don't give up. Keep running the good race and fighting the good fight of faith. May God bless you and continue to be with you always.